Hey, you guys, I'm Angel Starks, and I am the host of the A-List Podcast. This is our very second, only our second episode. So thank you, thank you, thank you guys for tuning in, being a part of the show. And uh, the A-List is actually a list that I am creating, and I already have uh, businesses and events that I have already started to put on my A-List. And basically, those are businesses and events that I have personally went out put my name on these and I'm going to qualify and verify them as a business or an event that's going to be high quality. It's going to be safe. You're going to get what you paid for. Uh, the bathroom is going to be clean. Like I can get really, really detailed on what would qualify a company to be on my A-list. Um, and so you know how sometimes you think, well, this was $50. Was it worth it? Well, you don't have to guess. I'm going to tell you. And if they're on the A-list, then you know that you're going to get your money's worth and that you're going to have a really good time. And as far as business goes, I'm a big, big, big person as far as customer service go. And uh, it's hard to find it nowadays, you know, and, you know, you can spend your money so many different ways. Everybody's shopping online. All of our small boutiques and small business owners are having a really tough time getting people to come in. Um, so it's really good to kind of know what businesses that are local that you can go and get good service. So I'm going to be putting those people on the A-list. You can take the guesswork out of it. I uncover and discover businesses and events that are going to be uh, A-1. So that's what I do. So um, if you are, you know, looking for like something to do on the weekend, you've been working and you finally want to go somewhere, it could take you hours to try to figure out where to go. How much is the cover? Are they really open and all of that? Take the guesswork out. All you do is go to the A-list. So this list is definitely going to be public um, and it's going to be um, framed here at the studio as well. It's going to be on all my social media, on the um, on my website, right available for you guys so that you can pull from it. Um, so I'm going to talk about three places that we went to today and we actually on the A-list um, rate these businesses on the start star scale from zero not zero from one because zero means like nothing so okay let's one one to ten um, and you get stars and so you do have to have more than three stars to be even qualified to be on the A-list guess what if you don't you only get two stars uh, we can hook you up with a mentor there's other people that are doing what you're doing I promise and they probably are a couple of steps ahead of you and they can mentor you and get you where you need to be. All right, so, um, but we also have a special guest in the studio. Now this, uh, she's a dear friend of mine, but outside of her being my friend, she's a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal woman. She is a actress. She is a, um, a producer. She is a uh, director. She has two children. She has a nine to five. She does it all. She's beautiful outside of that. And her energy is very, very rich. So Nakia White is here at Wave One Studi uh, Studios on the A-list. Nakia, welcome to the show, darling. Thank you for having me, Angel. <laughs> You're welcome. You're my go-to to, to kind of <laughs> get the ratings up. Oh, okay. Do you remember when I first had a television talk show? Yeah. Uh, I called <laughs> you in there, and you came in there and spoke with some accent. Some London accent. You did, with a London <laughs> accent. Very, very, very uh, creative. So introduce yourself, and you have a, a kind of, your title is, you've added things onto it that I wasn't even aware. I just see you online like, you're directing movies? You know? <laughs> And, I, and I'm not surprised, you know, you can do all of that. And that's why I always come to you with my creative thinking when I'm thinking about like naming a show or doing a podcast or something like that. You have a very creative mind and you're very unique and you see things differently. So introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Nakia White 
And I haven't stepped into the director role just yet. I have um, done some executive producing work and production coordinating, location scouting. I love all things production when it comes to like film, theater. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually just did a theater show. You did. um, Called The Family Secrets. This is definitely my show and you have (laughs) taken over. See, I wasn't ready to tell them. No, (laughs) the whole thing messed up. Okay. (laughs) You know when you interview somebody and you want to, now we ain't got nothing to say for the next 10 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> okay, we, we ain't gonna talk about it right now. But yeah, um, wait till I ask you. But go ahead. Right, okay, so I I have not stepped into the director role just yet, but um, that is um, on the list of things to do in the near future. Um, we do production. Mm-hmm. I do executive producing, mm-hmm. location scouting. Okay, I have a regular nine to five you where do. I do financial management analyzing mm-hmm. um and i cook i clean you know <laughs> all that good all that good stuff okay so when we talk about my book i'm gonna put a little plug in here okay. the undercover business when we talk about seeing yourself as a pie and splitting a, a slice of yourself evenly to be able to feed everybody around you but then still have something for you which which will have you being a you know a, a mother and cooking and cleaning and being fabulous and being a girlfriend and all these things and you can't wait you got to do it all so make sure you check that out it's on Amazon um, the undercover businesswoman that's my book okay now um, so Nikia let's get let's go back a little bit so how long have you been acting hmm i started my acting career if you want to call it that in 2017 okay when I first moved here to Indianapolis and that's right when I first met you I met I moved here in 2014 okay say, so no. but I started in 2017 right when I first met right you. when I first met you uh so we were at uh, Ricky Smiley he came if you guys are in Indianapolis you remember when Ricky Smiley came to what's that soul food uh country kitchen yeah it was country kitchen uh I had a ball fade remember I used to have a fade Man, I was going through it. I thought I was fine. You can tell me nothing. <laughs> I was all at the barbershop every week getting a haircut. <laughs> it's crazy how you just change. When I every time Facebook would be like, remember this? I'd be like, no, I don't. And I heard <laughs> deleted. I was so skinny with that little haircut. I just looked like somebody's little brother. But the big brother, at least. Uh, okay. I was the big brother. But you know. At that time, you can tell me anything. That was the phase I was in. I wanted a short haircut. I was sick of everything, and I wanted to just be as simple as possible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then we were in a band, me and you. Oh, yeah. And do you think I can sing? Because everybody was kind of hyping me up a little bit. I know I can't sing. I don't know how I was in a band. You know, when you have other people to quartet with, and your voice can blend. That's what we was doing. I was blending. Yeah. Um, We won't let you go do no solo now. No, and I wanted to. I used to be in the back with an attitude. Everybody, if he's doing a little part, and I'll be in the back, like, I ain't gonna keep on coming if y'all ain't gonna be putting me up there. I mean, they was like, You can't really sing, that's why you will be happy we even let you do that, what you're doing in the back. Uh, but I was in a full blown band and had the nerve to go perform. <laughs> we actually at went and performed Museum. at the zoo at the Children's Museum, and, at, uh, and we went to another place, yeah, we went to the le- the. The Le- American Legion. American Legion. Mm-hmm. I was on tour. So I'm going to tell you that you can be anything you want to be, even if you can't do it. I cannot sing, and I have been a singer before in my life and perform. So <laughs> thank you very much. Um, so we've been knowing each other for a while. And um, when I first met you, you had just kind of started with the acting. And since then, you have done some of what? Tell me just some of the things that you have done. Mm. <clears throat> some of the plays. We go all and you've been in some back. movies. Ooh. Okay, I started out with Sharon Tubbs. Um, her play was called Let Go, Trust God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got ac- actually got to sing in that one, so I was really excited about that. 
And then I moved to D.P. DeMarco uh, Plays, yes. and I played Savannah. That's when you made it big. In the stage <laughs> play so D- adaptation D-P. of Waiting to Exhale. Yep. So that was that was really amazing. Shout out to DeMarco Plays for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And Tina Harris was the director at that time. She's amazing also. Um, and then I moved on to some film, and I got to work with the fabulous Lakeisha Lorene. Mm-hmm. And we did um, the film called Lost. Which yep. was a very emotional film. I mean, mm-hmm. that was where she taught me how to cry on cue. Is that who right. taught you how to cry? Because you are a cry. crying sister. Do you hear me? <laughs> you are a crying sister, baby. And she'll have you crying. And, and I told uh, Wyatt before you got here, I said, she's a phenomenal actress. And she can get into them emotions. Mm-hmm. And I, just in your last play, I'm jumping the gun. I was in there with tears in my eyes thinking your husband really beating you. And I know you know you do not have a husband. <laughs> And was upset, ready to put you in a program. Where I told uh, my cameraman was with me. I said, "We getting her out of here tonight. This is it." <laughs> and it ain't even a real thing. You can really, really bring people into them emotions. So you learn that from her. Yeah, Lakeisha Lorraine, She was she was amazing at getting me into that space. She sat down and she sang my favorite gospel song to mm-hmm. kind of get me in that space. And when you, when you go there, you have to learn how to pull yourself out too. So that that can be kind of tough. But. Okay. Um, right, so you're just gonna be crying for the whole show. Yeah, like it's over, cut. <laughs> and you still <laughs> exactly. That could probably work at Walmart too, or uh, if you're in line somewhere, you just need to break down real quick. You know, you can bring that out to get your yeah. way or ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I need to probably learn. I might that try that for nothing else. Okay, so, so so you were doing that, mm-hmm. and then um, you were on WHMB TV forty. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, Jarrell's Fairies, mm-hmm. um, your favorite producer. Yeah, he uh, created the show called um, Save My Soul. Yeah, which uh, aired on WHMB Channel forty for eight weeks. It did. It was yeah. crazy. Um, that was an amazing production. So was. I was really, really honored to be a part of that. We got some great feedback from that as well. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I don't know, I, I kind of did like little things in between. Right. You've been busy doing yeah. And then you took a break. Tell me why somebody would take a break from something that they're so good at. And, you know, people, you had a fan base. We mm-hmm. were, you know, you had a fan base. We were out there waiting on you. We couldn't even get a picture with you after your last play. <laughs> and, you know, why would you step away from something like that after you've been working on it and you're good at it? Why would you step away? I'm just going to say that mental health is important. Yeah. Mental health is very important. And sometimes you have to step away um, to take care of your mental health. Okay. Take care of yourself. Um, so folks got on your nerves, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that. I just think that there was a lot of things coming at me at once. Okay. And I, I was trying to sort everything out. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to please everybody and everything, yeah. sometimes it could take a toll on you. So okay. it's the, the best thing for you to do is take care of yourself so that you can proceed forward and taking care of other people. Okay. So. I can co- definitely understand that. Um, how you doing, love? I like them dreads. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, so now you're back. You've obviously taken care of your mental and you just did a play. And so we just went and checked you out and you went um, and did a stage play. Um, talk to me about that one. Okay. So the amazing Eric Washington uh, posted a casting call and I was like, do I really want to do theater? Because it's very time consuming. It is. And it takes a lot. I mean, want to call do. you and gossip and you be really. <laughs> I got I'm rehearsal. In rehearsal. <laughs> I know. Every second. I'm like, you ought to know about now. You've been going for three weeks. 
But yeah, it's, it's very, you got to really commit to it. I'm good for thinking I want to do it. And then after the third time being like, never mind. Right. <laughs> and everybody, they're going to black, what's it called? Blackball you when they, when nobody won't hire you. Is that what it's called? They're going to blackball me in Indianapolis. From all the stage plays. When I hire her, she only going to come four times. Um, so it takes some dedication. Yeah, and, and Eric uh, Washington don't play. He was like, I'm in a hospital with COVID, Eric. He was like, okay, everybody get your mask. We're going down to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Call in on your phone, right. do your part. <laughs> Well, you know, but the show, the play was phenomenal, yes. and uh, everything was on point the way that I envisioned it being, because you were a part of it, and I know you really don't do stuff that is not of a certain, you know, mm -hmm. um, level, a certain quality, so I, I wasn't worried about that. It was at a, a beautiful theater. What theater was that at? That was at the Frank and Katrina Basile Theater, which is located inside the Indianapolis um what is that building called? Um, the uh, Historical Society, the okay. Indianapolis Historical Society at 450 West Ohio Street. Yeah. So, and the canal is there, and all yes. the water. People riding boats. It's mm -hmm. a it's a great ambiance to be able to go. You know, like on a little date and be walking around, then going to the play. It was great. Yeah. Um, and so, um, your part. What was your part? Um, I played April, who was a uh, melancholic, <laughs> uh, <laughs> abused woman, and we showed up you know, to the family situation mm -hmm. based off of a, a circumstance that occurred that required the family to all be there. Right. And you know, when the family get together, that's when everybody find out who pregnant, who ain't pregnant, who mm -hmm. who getting beat, who ain't getting beat, all you know, that, uh -huh. all of this stuff. So the family secrets start to spill out when everybody comes together and you're stuck with one another. So, And you know what? It was uh, a very relatable Mm -hmm. uh, play. It wasn't like, don't nobody act like it. Right. Don't nobody do it. You know, it was very, very <laughs> relatable. And um, even though, like, I've never been abused, um, I, I, my brothers don't play that. I nobody ever tried to hit me. They know better. But I know women that have. Mm -hmm. I know people close to me, so I still was able to relate to it. Um, for you, and your, was it hard for you to get into that character at all? Because, like, I probably couldn't play something like that because I just don't know what that's like. But, yeah. Um, coming from a situation where I was actually in that uh, lifestyle at one point. You can go um, ahead and say he ain't going to come <laughs> touch you. I ain't playing with him. When you go through life and you heal from those situations and now you have to re-tap into that, mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes it could bring up some memories and some traumatic events that you like, oh, I, th I thought I was healed from that. Okay. And wow. so that that kind of happened a few times, but, mm -hmm. we had, but we had a great supportive family-like cast yeah well i will say they are family at that. this point um who was able to you know we we went there we we supported each other and knew that this was going to be hard and we just made sure that we were able to come out of it once we got through the play so gotcha um so, so garnering up those emotions uh i would say it was hard in, in a sense where i had to go there mm -hmm. um and coming out of it could be a little bit hard but it's there yeah and even if you don't go through that certain situation just think of something that makes you feel that way. Yeah. You know? They'll be like, okay, if you have somebody can replace her, she's been crying for three hours. <laughs> I'll be thinking about my grandmama, my daddy, and everybody else. <laughs> They'll be like, you're doing too much. Right. Now, you can turn it on and off very well. And the breaths and the mannerisms and all that stuff that you do, mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing to actually know you. And you can trick me and make me think you're really that person. So <laughs> it's awesome, you guys. Make sure you follow uh, my friend and also like a business partner. She's been a, uh, I don't know, I want to say assistant. I one more thing, too. Almost. 
Um, okay, yes, and then all. So she's been great. But tell them where um, you are on social media if they're watching right now and they just want to go check you out before we forget. Sure, you can find me on Facebook at Nakia White. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at V.Nakia White. That's T H E E dot Nakia White. Gotcha. Okay, so check that out while we're talking. And then almost 30. Yes, almost okay. 30. Let's talk about it. Written and produced by the fabulous Shandrea Finney Presents. And she's such an amazing writer, producer, and the concept of that show, we tried, we've tried. we been trying to do that for, for a few years. And then really? COVID happened. Oh, okay, that's and right. So we had to halt production. Um, but we were able to get it off the ground. And the fabulous Ty, uh, uh, Ty Payne, who uh, filmed it, uh-huh. and all of the local artists that provided music for us, it was just such an amazing experience. So what is it? Is it, is it? is it done? Is it a pop? Is it what is it? It was a it's a web series. A so web it was on series. YouTube okay. um, called Almost Thirty. We also have a fan page on um, Facebook called Almost Thirty Web Series, mm-hmm. and that you can go and check that out. Um, it's basically about life as you're turning almost thirty and all the things that you go through. You feel like you you're about to be going into a nursing home when you turn thirty right. sometimes. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Well, shoot, I done passed that. Y'all ain't got nothing to say. Almost 47. <laughs> Almost about to get checked into a nursing home. <laughs> Almost looking for assisted living. <laughs> 30 is awesome. But 40 is actually great. I'm joking. 40 is amazing. So yeah. when, are you are you not 40 yet? I'm not 40 yet, but I'm pretty close. I'm okay. 38. It's a blast over here, okay? I'm loving my age. It's a blast over Turn here. It up all the um, so check that out, you guys, on um, YouTube as well. Check out Nakia in general on her page. All this stuff is there for you to check it out. Um, so where, where are we going now? You, you finished Ooh. that play. Yes. And um, where are you going now, there, I, 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 so why are you not tapping right into being a director and creating pl- creating plays your own self? Because when we have conversations and stuff, you've learned a lot from mm-hmm. some really great people, and that's typically what people do. They go and they be a part, and they go, "That was cool, but I would did like this. Mm-hmm. I would did like that. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do that?" I didn't know that that was my thing. You know, I didn't know if that was necessarily the route that I wanted to take in that mm-hmm. because it is a lot of work mm-hmm. and. You want to be proud of the the stuff that you put out. And the way my brain works, I never put out because I'd be, ooh, maybe I'd do this. Maybe I should change. Ooh, maybe I should add this. I'm, I'm uh-huh. a little too out of control okay. when it comes to the creative aspect. So okay. I could present my idea to somebody who is a director mm-hmm. or a writer, and they, they can format it in a way that it makes sense. So maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. You're, so right now you're already doing some, what did you say you was doing? Assisting? Uh yeah, and so like executive producing, executive producing that could easily lead into that. Yeah, yeah, I can and see what you're doing. Production coordinating, making sure all of the behind the scenes stuff comes together. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. and you're really really good at that. So you've helped me a lot on a lot of different things, and you're real, I'm really good at doing that. Very organized, and and you know you get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, okay, so then um, you're doing you're you're finished up the almost thirty, mm-hmm. and um, I was asking you. So where do, where are you going now? Do you just do something? really great and then take a break every time <laughs> or are you got something else coming up or what um well there will be an encore show um at the request of the people for uh the family secrets okay, so request of the people the date will be announced uh shortly i don't have a date yet but mm-hmm. it will be in december so if you all missed it or if you want to come see it again uh we will have an encore short encore show for that and we'll be making an announcement soon um, and as far as taking a break, probably, yeah, probably, um, <clears throat> I will be getting more back into the film aspect of it. Stage mm-hmm. might be taking a break from that. Is stage harder? You feel like absolutely. That's what I was thinking because mm-hmm. 
I was go- I was going to be in uh, the five heartbeats, mm-hmm. but I broke my foot. And I was about ready to just quit going anyway. So mm-hmm. I said, now look at God. Because I was getting tired of going. I'm like, I got my part. I know what he said and what she said. Let's just do it already. Yeah. So I was doing that. And then I broke my um, foot. So I ended up not being in it. And I thought, this is much more, this is hard. Way harder than any movie, any commercial, any sitcom i ever been in. So um, I didn't know if that was just me or if you thought the same thing. Um, <clears throat> okay, so then um, you have another thing that you're doing that we have you have you're starting it. Your candle. Oh yeah. You have a candle <laughs> company that you are uh, working on. Yeah. So why would you want to have a candle company? I have just always been a candle connoisseur. I love candles. I love I love anything that smells good, but candles is the thing that kind of really sets my tone, sets my mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be having a crazy day and I come home and just light a candle and yeah. it just burns all my worries away. Mm-hmm. So so I, I just want people to feel how I feel about candles and it's a passion of mine. So whether I sell one or not, is making them yeah. is therapeutic for me. So. Yeah. And will they be, um, what, what's your, what, kind, what are we expecting? Do you have a vision of what they're going to be like? Are there the smells, the scents? Like, what's your angle with it? Yes, I do have a, a vision. I'll actually be having, like, several collections mm-hmm. um, that will consist of four to five candles within that collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will be released periodically um, and also have them available for when people want to purchase them outside of the collection phase. Gotcha. So. Okay. Well, congratulations on that. I can't wait for you to go ahead and get that going. And you need to do it before the holiday. Yes. I think you can do it. Do you yeah. think you can have it together yeah. by before what? what? Black Friday. Black Friday, yeah. 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 So when you leave here, go get the stuff and get started. That's I how stuff. That's how I do. Oh, I, well, I got the stuff. Okay. So you, so you are you're ready. You're ahead I'm of ready. the game. Yes. All right, you guys. So um, me and Nakia, when we um, went out um, and checked out some places, I went to some without her, but one uh, we did go together, and we are going to discuss uh, going to the um, we went to the jazz and um, wine on the patio, and this is at the Bitwell uh, Event Center. Mm-hmm. It's a rooftop patio, and it's put on um, by B2 Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So they do a really, really good job. This is my very first time going to any of uh, their events before, and have you been before? No, this is my first one. That was your first one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they've been doing it uh, maybe even last year, too, and they do some other things, and they have a really amazing event that's coming up for Breast Cancer Month, so make sure that you go uh, over to B2 Entertainment and like that so you don't miss it. Um, I'm probably spilling the beans a little bit because they haven't even put up a flyer, <laughs> but I'm just letting you know. Um, and so <clears throat> so the the wine, the jazz and wine on the patio, Bashiri Asad was there, Rob White was there, and uh, when you go in there, they had a buffet, and it wasn't anything um, where you were probably going to, like a dinner, but they had fresh fruit, mm-hmm. they had vegetables, they had um, juice, uh, tea, and uh, like a lemonade, mm-hmm. then they also had wine for sale, and did our did our ticket come with a drink? Mm-hmm. It did, so your ticket came with a drink, the price point on that ticket was for $50, um, they had a beautiful red carpet when you came in, a long one, mm-hmm. um, a really nice uh, backdrop, a professional photographer mm-hmm. there, it was roped off, all of that, that whole ambiance walking up into the event felt like, okay, 50 okay, okay, $50, yeah, right? It was really nice. Um, so sometimes if you go to, somebody say red carpet, it'll be like a carpet big as this. <laughs> 
And no, I cannot get my I'm sexy and I know it on on like a square, you yeah, know. So yeah. the, the fact that they had this really long red carpet turned me on. Yeah. Uh, they also have valet parking that mm-hmm. was furry, so you don't have to worry about that. So they really oh, brought that high end, luxurious, you know, you are at a high end VIP event. They brought that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the Bitwell Theater is beautiful within itself. Mm-hmm. I've been to several things there before. Then you go outside to the patio and they have beautiful furniture out there. They have Blend Cigar um, Bar, which they had partnered with that was selling cigars mm-hmm. and lighting them for us all night because we kept running our mouths so much. <laughs> it was what, six of us? Yeah. Six ladies, and we were talking, talking over each other and telling, you know, going back and forth how we do. So our cigar kept going out, and they were just really friendly, keep lighting them for us and everything. Um, so and then the, the people that were there were nice. It wasn't too mm-hmm. crowded. We didn't get no nasty vibes. We felt safe. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so that that's what I thought. What did you think about it? What was your favorite part of the night? I thought it was a whole VIP experience from beginning to end. From walking that red carpet to getting in that elevator. Mm-hmm. They had ushers. Um, you know, taking you up to to the floor, mm-hmm. and they were very uh, friendly, personable, and made you feel like you were somebody. Okay, right. I was a socialite that night. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, uh, and you <laughs> met a boy. We ain't gonna get into it. <laughs> she met a boy. You know, <laughs> that might have been the best night, best part of the night. No, I'm just kidding. no, I'm dead no. serious. <laughs> and the funny part, we're gonna talk about this, guys. That's why we're talking about. And our love, life, and relationship, we're talking about our, our masculine energy that women have. They don't even know what level they're putting out for men. Mm. But uh, we're going to talk about you and yours. Um, but she met a, a gentleman that night. And uh, w- if I wouldn't have been there, you would not have talked to him. <laughs> she was not paying attention. She didn't know the man was there. She didn't feel the energy. She looking all around, talking, laughing, not paying attention. As soon as he came in, I said, all y'all shut up. She's gone. <laughs> He's for her. Sir, whoever you want, you ain't getting him. You're going with Nakia. <laughs> I match make y'all up, and then and, and they really had a really good vibe. Um, so overall, um, did you feel like you were safe there? Absolutely. You didn't feel like okay. It was not too crowded. The people who were there were supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. They brought the they brought the sexiness, the attractiveness, mm-hmm. the the whole vibe. The atmosphere was just amazing. And um, shout out to Chris Kane yes. uh, for for providing that atmosphere. Yes. You yes. know. Um, him and his, um, his Sam is a part of it, mm-hmm. and then L.A. is a part of it. They all put that together together. Chris is, I guess, the main one. I don't mm-hmm. know. But uh, those guys actually are part of it as well. So all of you guys, thank you for a great event. Yeah. And I will be there next month to support as well. I was actually a special guest. I helped promote and advertise for that event uh, about 30 days before that. Um, and so that's what I do if you have an event that is coming up and you want uh, somebody that people trust um, to let people know that hey this is where we should be at then you want to you know reach out to me of course mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram at angel underscore stark 78 um, I'll be throwing these plugs in here don't because <laughs> my show you're, say doing what I'm it, you're doing it yes. um, okay so I guys when I rate a event or a business it changes uh, depending on what it is um, for this event I would say because of the when we're talking about safe 
there's different levels. I'm not talking about somebody who's going to run up and rob us. Not that safe. <laughs> I was talking about, in general, because it is COVID and because the virus is kicking back up. And did I feel it was just so, so, so packed? Did I feel that the staff didn't have on gloves? Did mm-hmm. I feel like the people that helped us on the elevator didn't have on a mask? All these types of things. I feel as safe as you can be during these times, you know? Right. Um, no, they didn't have on a whole bubble suit and, you know, all that. But in general, they you could tell that they cared and they were putting in precautions. Um, the type of foods that they had out there, um, the way they had things set up, you can definitely tell they were taking precaution. So mm-hmm. um, that got them a star. Of course, the red carpet got them a star. Of course, the photographer got them a star. That photographer, what I liked about him is that he uh, took a picture and they let you see it. Did not put me all over the internet right. and in all these little <laughs> local magazines with my eyeliner running and lipstick, lipstick on my teeth. teeth, all of that. <laughs> Tell me, you look fine. No, don't, because that'll be the picture that somebody want to work with me and they'll Google and that'll be the first picture to pop up. Yeah. You know, out of all my beautiful pictures. So I like that he uh, let you see what you were looking like. Um, I did really like the fact that I have allergies um, and I was able to eat the fruit and the vegetables mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I was able to get something in my belly. So that was awesome. Um, and then the vibe that was created outside for us to sit there and start conversations and not finish them and start yeah. talking about something else <laughs> and over talk each other. And people was about to cry and we was just having an awesome time going through it. On that patio with our wine. And we can hear the jazz in the background. So everything that was on your flyer, everything that you promoted, everything that I promoted, is exactly what it was. And so for that, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) (laughs) we give you guys actually 10 stars. Wow. 10 stars on the Stark Stars uh, scale for the jazz and wine on the patio. Yes. So keep it up, you guys. I'm going to add you guys to the list. You will get a email and a certificate in the mail, in your email, letting you know that you are officially added to my A-list. And I have approved you guys as being a, a perfect event that people can go out and feel safe and have a good time and get what they paid for. Yes. Okay, because that's very important. Um, okay, so my next event that I actually went to was uh, I went to the Jazz Roots Indie, guys. So this was the very first year um, of Jazz Roots uh, Jazz Roots Indie. Now, this was put on and presented by um, Culture, right? Culture Bar and Barista and the uh, 2BG events. So this event was a very first time. And I know you couldn't go um, because you just had already did your play the day before mm-hmm. that. And then you met me at the uh, Jazz and Wine on the patio. So I get it, but you're not be ripping and running. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> I went with some other girlfriends. And shout out to Destiny and Christina Ann, who hey, I have a partnership Destiny. with uh, for hair. And she's also... Uh, wait a minute. Where, I don't even know where I'm looking at. My hair is messing up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, help me out. You, you, you can look see fine. me. You look beautiful. My hair was sticking out. Okay. Um, and so, shout out to Christina and Destiny for going uh, with me. We had a ball out there. Yeah. So, the sun was out. They had food trucks out there. They had ribs mm-hmm. and tacos, which are my two favorite love affairs that I have outside of my salads and my fruits and my pineapples and my water. So I, I was tied up, honey. Oh, I didn't know which way to go. I just felt like I was in a room with both of my men and they didn't know each other. I was like, Ooh, what should I do? So I had both. Okay. Um, I thought that um, even though they had like a VIP area in the front uh, where I think you would have paid more to be closer, 
I did not have that seating, and I still felt that I was VIP. I was still very close to the stage, could hear, they could see me. Uh, Kelly uh, Antoinette, I'm going to have her on the show. She actually... Um, oh, she's amazing. She's amazing. She actually um, seen me and mm-hmm. waved and said my name over the mic and all that. So that's why I'm saying it wasn't real far away, mm-hmm. even if you didn't have VIP. It started on time. Ended on time. The vibe was good. Felt safe. It was outdoors. Mm-hmm. I seen a ton of people that I haven't seen in a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. That warmed my little heart. And it was great. The parking was so easy. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this about to be like? The parking was easy as well. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be giving out 10 stars to everything. But y'all are having some good events. I ain't mm-hmm. going to lie. Y'all are on it. And you guys have said we've been in the house too long. We're going to bring it. And mm-hmm. I'm very, very impressed with that. Um, and so, yeah. So as far as everything goes, starting on time, feeling safe, the, being, being what you thought you were going to get. The price point was really good. It was only $35 and there was probably eight people performed, including mm-hmm. the fabulous and talented Bashiri Asai. Oh, uh, yeah. Which I seen him twice in one night because he came over to the patio. Um, so as far as the Stark Stars scale goes, is this official to do that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, We're going to get a real band. We got to yeah. get a real band in here. Um, I am going to give them 10 stars too. Yay. I feel like my kids. when everything, 10, 10, 10 for everything. But no, <laughs> I really, really think that we should uh, go to their page. We need to support. If you have any pictures that show that you were there, Get that flooding on social media. Get it trending um, because and support them in any way that you can. They mm-hmm. want to bring that back next year. This was the first year, and we need to support them. Um, it was great. It was a really great experience to be outside with no restrictions and just enjoying ourselves. So it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I went to, uh, oh, so I hosted the red carpet at the Palladium. In Carmel, I hosted the red carpet for over 200 people wow. on a 200 foot square foot or 200 foot uh, red carpet, which is the longest one I've ever been on, I guess. Um, it was a beautiful backdrop and it was just like being in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Just the, all the people that were running around, fixing up everything, getting it together. It was phenomenal. That was for Pastor Kim Outlaw and she is the senior pastor at um, Living Water Fellowship Church. Mm-hmm. People love her. Yeah. I just, you know, was uh, contacted to do that. Nikki Blaine, uh, who is a fam- famous and fabulous designer, designer here in the city. Yes. She's made me a few things. I need to get me an outfit. You do. <laughs> she is not the outfit type, though. You the dress. You I a need whole. a dress. Yes. Okay. You're going to. You For Zubilation. A- oh, that's right. Yeah. But she's, that, I mean, I think she do make outfits, but I feel like to me, she makes you something for a very special occasion. Yes. You know, you go to her when you want to wow the socks off of everybody. Mm-hmm. That's, but you know, I could be wrong. That's just what I think. Um, so she referred me um, and they contacted me and I did that and it was awesome. Um, Pastor Kim Outlaw has so many people uh, that showed up. People that I didn't even know went to her church were showing up. Oh, wow. People that I didn't know was like, hey, I mm-hmm. love you. And I'm like, I like you too much of a name. <laughs> um, but the love was there. There. Um, you could feel the presence of God there. Mm. People were there to worship. They had a concert. They had hors d'oeuvres. Um, they had three or four or five. Pride Photography was there. Uh, what's his name? Lenny White was there as oh, one yeah. of the photographers. I love and so it was a real VIP experience. Some people have never been to something like that. And mm-hmm. they were saying, I've never been to anything like this before. I mm-hmm. couldn't even imagine it. And just getting that experience. Of course, they have valet parking. And you got to go um, to the Goodwill and get somebody's prom dress and wear it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> you did. You got to go to your auntie house, say, wear that dress you wore for your wedding. Right. And pr- pull it out and, and walk through there like you was somebody mm-hmm. and the person that you are. So that was great as well. Um, for me, the red carpet was 
very long. I've never been on a red carpet for like almost three hours. Mm. And at some point, I had to start telling them a script because, you know, time was running out. Right. She was on her way. She was fabulous. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Nikki uh, Blaine made over her gown. She had a oh, red wow. one. And she had a black one, and I think we got pictures of uh, Pastor Kim Outlaw here uh, in a red dress and a black dress. Um, and so she wore these two fabulous dresses, um, and she preached and spoke and did everything that she needed to do. But um, what was I going to say? Um, so the event, so I never had to do it before. So they said, Angel, we got to get this going. We need to get people mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling her mama, her cousin, her close family, they ain't listening to me. <laughs> And I said, we need to hurry up. Can we just say happy birthday? Sure. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. I said, it seemed like as soon as they said hurry up, people just start going on going and on down. and on. Like, you don't tell me. This is my cousin. And I'm like, I'm sorry. But they just said, I don't care what nobody said. I'm Uncle Larry. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, don't have me up here fighting these people, uncles and stuff. That's like, and they was like, y'all ready? One, two, three. Happy birthday. I'm like, Okay. So it was really funny just to see, you know, people people want to come and love on you. Yeah. They ain't trying to hear nothing about no production, and we got two men that's been there trying to hear it. So, But it turned out very, very, it was a great experience. Um, it turned out amazing. And um, and it was a beautiful, the Palladium is beautiful. If you've never been to the Palladium before, you can go to their website. There's all types of things that you can do that is not really expensive, like mm-hmm. $12 movie nights. Mm-hmm. Just, you're just in there. Mm-hmm. We have dressed up our girls before and taken them to see a movie just so they can be in that environment mm-hmm. and get all dolled up and just, you know, teach them how to act poised and all that. So, um, yeah, you can do that. All right, so on the Stark Star Scale, ready? How many stars do you think? <laughs> 10 stars you guys Yay! 10 stars no that event um was amazing and it, it was a really first time experience for a lot of people the best part to me is that she shared her birthday with other people yes. and spent you know whatever amounts of money and, and the shine was not just on her mm-hmm. um she had like i said she had a concert she had performers and so she shared that i'm god's working on me mm-hmm. yeah I, I, it's not your birthday mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> it is not y'all birthday. God's working on me. I'm not there yet to be doing all that. I'm the only one wearing a cute dress, and no. Um, so that's I, I was very inspired um, by her um, by, for, in doing that, and I had never met her before, so it was great. So they need to pay their tithe and offerings. Definitely do that, Someday, okay? Because okay. there was some racks being spent, okay? <laughs> Don't even play. Um, so yeah, guys, so those are the three events. Of course, I'm on Instagram, angel underscore stark78. You can go there, see those flyers. Now listen, even though you did not come to these events, the whole point is to be aware of these people that are putting on these events, connect mm-hmm. with them. You might want to do an event with them. They may be having something for Halloween, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas. You want to connect so in case you want to be a part, donate, or help, you know, or whatever. So that's the point of it. Even though it's already over with, you still can go back and make a connection. Mm-hmm. Okay? So let's not forget that. All right. So we um, have a segment here on the A-List where we get into it, and we're talking about love, life, and relationships. Okay? So if you're looking um, and listening, then you're alive. So here you go. You're invited, right? That's part of life. <laughs> hey. Um, you probably have loved. If you haven't, then I love you. And now you've been loved. And and hopefully, uh, regardless if it's a a romantic relationship or whatever, you have had relationships one way or another. So it's very um, relatable, love, life, and relationships. And we're talking about women and their masculine energy and being able to even know what, how much masculine energy you're putting out 
um, when you need to bring it in, when you need to turn it up, or just even being aware of it. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to several people, including you, and we were talking about, you know, women being in their masculine energy. And um, a lot of times, if you are a woman that has taken care of your brothers and your sisters, and you had a baby when you was young, you was a single parent, and you run a business, and you got a podcast, and you, you know, you got a business, a lot of times you're running things, mm -hmm. um, which would put you more in a male role, you know, when you're calling the shots. Men typically would call the shots in a lot of things. Well, you're calling the shots. You're the boss. Um, and you probably got to do a lot of stuff for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and so you learn to use a hammer and you learn to, you know, do all kinds of masculine things. And so then when you get a man in your life, you don't realize that you need to turn it down a notch because now, you know, y'all crossing signals. Right. He can't get his message across because your volume is up too high. Your masculine energy is outweighing him. Right. And so um, what do you think about when you think about masculine energy? Because I typically used to think that masculine energy in women would be a woman that's not very feminine looking. Maybe she looks like not so kept. Mm -hmm. Maybe she doesn't wear dresses or whatever, but it doesn't even have to be that. It's inside. It's mm -hmm. how you carry yourself. It's how you speak. It's how you position yourself around a gentleman. Mm -hmm. So for you, when you think about masculine energy within yourself, what comes to mind? Do you think you're good? Do you think you hear it a lot or what? Because I used to hear that. Well, when we think of masculine energy, we think of like the protector, the provider, right? Mm -hmm. um, feminine energy is like the nurturer, the caretaker, the lover, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we can embody both of those things. I know that I present more in the protector, provider role because that's what I've had to do a majority of my adult life. Right. All of my adult life, to be honest. So I know it's there, but at the point, there was a point where I wasn't aware mm -hmm. of it being there. Mm hmm and now that I am aware of it, it doesn't mean that it goes away. <laughs> I know. It's a habit. I watch yes. you do it. I watched you do it the other day, actually. But um, And, you know, she's a sweetheart, right? So um, with her masculine energy, she wants to help. She wants to make it easier for you to spend time with her. She wants to show you that, you know, I got this, too. Mm -hmm. I work. I got my own money. I got my own car. You know, it's not a big deal. But you have to be able to um, allow a man to lead. They want to lead us. They want to teach us something. They want to show us a first-time experience. And if you jump in and do it and make the arrangements for the restaurant and go in and give your name <laughs> in, in front of him and he's not there before you, do you think you should sit in your car and wait for him? Or do you think you should get out? If you're, now, this is you can do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking about you want to be more feminine in your energy then these are things you have to think about. Do you think you should get out of your car before he comes? Go in, give him y'all name, be sitting at the table for this man when he come in. That's well, what you would do. Well, when you put it like that, probably not. Yeah, it doesn't but sound good. You, you don't think about that when mm -hmm. you're doing it. I'm, I'm always at the mindset of like, look, I ain't got time for you to figure it out. Okay, mm -hmm. I already know what needs to be done. Let me just take care of it. Yeah. You just show up and look pretty, you oh. know? <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're going wrong. Exactly. You said you're single for how long, baby? <laughs> We ain't gonna we ain't gonna say how long I've been single. That's irrelevant at this point. Yeah, but <laughs> it's been a while. Okay, been a and I, I was unaware that that probably has been a, a good indicator as to why my singleness was present. Mm -hmm. How yeah. can a man come into my life and and help me if I'm not giving him that freedom or permission to help me? Yes, you know? and I am a very very feminine woman. I'm tired of doing 
half of what I do when it comes to stuff. So if I get a gentleman, I let him in his space. He can do, make arrangements, tell me where to go, whatever. You know, I love it. I do. Um, and I sit back. Even though I know we could have been there 15 minutes ago and you're going the <laughs> longest way ever, even though I know your credit card is in your back pocket and not out in the car, I'm going to let you walk out there anyway. <laughs> Because that is Ooh, you being a man. Hard. It's hard, but it takes time. Now, um, you can get out uh, outside of your masculine, uh, your feminine energy and be more masculine if your uh, person that you're with is not a leader and mm -hmm. if you don't respect him, mm -hmm. if your communication uh, you know, uh, channels are not connected to where you're understanding each other, that can make you be more masculine than you really would like to be. Yeah. Um, but um, so you have to, you know, really pay attention to it and it's a learning life lesson learned. Um, so ladies, so if you uh, would like to continue uh, this conversation about masculine energy, some people think that it is like being dumbing down a woman or you being, you know, uh, what's that word called um, when you submissive? Mm. or whatever oh, um, yeah a submission which we'll do talk <laughs> about but we're just talking about you allowing a man to into your life to lead you to take some of the load off to teach you something show you something you know use his name let him open your door let him even though you know the answer to stuff kind of you know play the game a little mm -hmm. bit um and it, it it really makes you feel really really good because you don't have to worry about certain things he can't never learn you or what you want or anything if you're always ahead of him trying to do it and trying yeah. to hurry up and fix it um so i'll be just laid back like a fat cat you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's like right now you know we have some arrangements i don't even know where it's at mm -hmm. well when i get off the podcast my phone i'm gonna look on my phone and he's gonna lead me where i need to be at mm -hmm. i ain't thinking about it you know but i'm typically you know th that's how i like to be i you know it <laughs> it feels so good to have the man just plan for you and they're like you just you just put on a pretty dress and you just I show know, up i like, love that <laughs> i love to stand on the corner like look i'd be like i'm actually married i'm not married right. But yeah, stand on like the little corner. Be there? That's mm -hmm. it. That's I ain't all. gotta do nothing. Mm -hmm. Nah, you just you just here's the address. Just be there. Six o'clock on that. I'm, I'm like, turned oh, all the way okay. on. I don't care if we going to the grocery store. Right. I was out here and I was on time, baby. Look <laughs> at me being a good girl. I love it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So you women in their masculine energy, check yourself. Turn the volume mm -hmm. down a little bit if you're single and you're trying to figure out why uh, men uh, like. I, I asked you the other day. You said it worked because. After she met somebody, she just commented to him and said, I really enjoyed myself. Let me know the next time. Whatever. Mm -hmm. That, to me, was masculine energy. He, the man, after the first time or encounter is to reach out to you and say, I liked you. I want to reach out to you again or whatever. That's like when a man takes you on a date back in the day. He walk you up to your door, give you a kiss, and then he lets you know when he want to see you again. You don't go and say, that was fun. I want you to come back over. <laughs> <laughs> To me, I just felt but like I just needed to let the person know I that know. I was interested. That's like, I'm your best friend. You call me and I and let me know. Okay. And we wait on him. Okay. We're going to wait next time. But <laughs> it worked. I mean, it worked. And not saying that it can't work, but if you're personally saying, I want to work on my masculine energy and let the man do his role and me not venture into his role, that's just a, a note that you can mm -hmm. make for yourself. Um, so so many rules. I'm, I know it is. <sighs> I'm still working on it too because I'm very aggressive and I'm very, you know, like, come on, let's get it done. You know, um, so. <laughs> But it's, you know, you do, you have to think about it. Hey guys, so um, as far as that goes, I know a lot of women that are in business uh, deal with that. Let's talk about it on, uh, right over on YouTube, on Instagram, angel underscore stark 78. Give your social media. Um, you can find me on Instagram at v.nakiawhite. white. I'm on YouTube, angel the vlog doll, vlogging my entire life. If you're nosy 
and want to know what <laughs> somebody's doing every second, that's where you want to be. Angel, the vlog doll. Like, subscribe. And you have a YouTube? I don't have a YouTube. <gasps> you don't have a YouTube? Mm-mm. Get out of here. I'm get me one, though. You want to do something? I can't Coming soon. That. What kind of person are you? a YouTube screen near you. <laughs> I know, right? What kind of person doesn't have a YouTube? I don't think I'm that entertaining, though. I do. That's why you're an actress. Um, <laughs> and um, you guys also can go to I am um, angelstarks.com. I am angelstarks.com to catch up and see where I'm going to be, what I have going on. You can book me. You can see um, videos of things that I have going on and that I've previously done. And October the 2nd is mm-hmm. going to be me doing the stand-up comedy because of COVID situations. They were uh, not able to do it when we were we're supposed to do it a, a week ago, and we rescheduled that for October the second at the District Theater on Mass Avenue. Okay. So that new flyer is going to be out, and I'm actually happy because a lot of people that were not available are going to be available. So that actually worked out. Won't yeah, he do I it? I want to be there. Yay! Won't he do it? Because you had a show the same night. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Ingrid and uh, Angela Brown. Uh, shout out to Angela Ooh, Brown. Angela Brown. World Powerhouse. Now. Yes. And so she was going to come. So now we'll probably all be able to be in the same space and mm-hmm. be able to go. Um, right. Right here, you guys, um, on the A-list. Check me out every Tuesday. Uh, we will put up a new upload on YouTube, Angel the Vlog Doll, also on the Angel Stark Show Instagram and Angel underscore Stark 78, so you cannot miss it. Right now, there's a new one up. Check it out. Um, it's from me and Tevin Studdard. He actually opened up a, uh, a store in Lafayette Square. We had an interview with him. He's amazing. He got a lot of stuff going on. That one is uploaded uh, right now as well. So I'm going to get some intro music going. If you guys uh, write music or create music, inbox me. Check me out. Let's get this thing popping. You're going to watch this show grow week after week after week. Um, and that is what I'm doing. Um, this is karma. I'll get to the comments here in a minute. Oh, wow. um, mm-hmm. uh, she's <laughs> going to be coming on, too. Karma Swift is going to be coming on, too. So I'm going to close it out. But like I said, you guys, if you um, do any graphics or if you want to help me do my intro and outro music, comment Ooh, and below. Right? Comment below so we can be a partner. You can be a part of the success. This show is going to grow big. You're going to be like, oh, my God, I cannot believe the A-list is popping off like that. And, and that's what it's going to be. It's going to be amazing. All right? So until next time, you guys, I am Angel Starks, your host of the A-List. See you next week at 6 o'clock on social media. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye. Thanks, girl, for coming. I appreciate you. No problem. Thanks for having me.